are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. Hey, how are you going? And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering the anime that aired the week of the 12th, to Dece- the 12th of December to... Uh, this is the bit I haven't written in. Uh, that will be the 18th, 18th of December, 2021. Christmas just around a corner. Mm. With the exception of the third episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, The Visitor, Part 1. Which we're just pretending comes out week to week. But yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and th- Yeah, as I say, then eventually we'll be ahead of Japan, because that will be coming out weekly. But uh, um, <laughs> there we go. So, this is kind of a tale of two parts. I assume perhaps the first bit was a different chapter title in the comic. Mm. and Because it's only really the second part is concerned with the visitor. Mm. Uh, the first part is making sure you appear tough in prison. And mm. not an easy mark for people to hustle you for cash. Mm. Mm. Again, I just feel like, you know... Uh... Did he just figure like you know, oh, a, wimp, a women's prison would be like this? For us, more like it's certainly based at least in this very passive, aggressive sort of way to get someone over him. Yeah. But then it quickly devolves into hey, get him by actual aggression. Yeah. Who do yeah. you think you are, motherfucker? Hmm. And Jolene uh, being a new criminal, I guess, is fairly easy, Mark. So when the woman on the payphone is asking for hey, if you got a dollar, I want to stay on the line with my boyfriend. She's like, yeah, sure, I can lend you a dollar. Um, no problem. And then she realizes, like, initially she thinks someone else is cutting in line, but technically she's cutting in line because you have to wait a month in advance to actually make an outgoing call. Either that or that woman was bullshitting her. I'm not sure. No, well, no, we've got a system here. It's it's pay to play. You know, if you've got yeah. no one, you, know, you can make the wheels move wherever you want, whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jolene's, um, I was going to say friend, uh, cellmate, <laughs> kind of says, it's like, hey, uh, you, you need to get that dollar back now because other than that, you'll be an easy mark. As she points out with a nearby example of a woman getting bullied for money. A fucking 16-year-old girl <laughs> who's wandered in from the juvenile wing. Mm-hmm. Just slightly over the age, I guess, to get into to the full women's prison rather than the juvenile. Got caught uh, jaywalking and got slept with stuck in here for some reason. <laughs> Uh, so Jolene goes about getting her her money back while her um, her the woman she lent the money to is hanging out in the library. It's like, oh, this book's great. It's like, no, nah, I, I need that dollar back. And she initially gets in her face and then is kind of like, yeah, but could you loan me like ten dollars? You know, kind of like the she's playing good cop and bad cop with Jolene, but the other prisoners are kind of just all watching in the library, just waiting to see how's the <laughs> newbie going to react, kind of thing. Like, what a loser just walks away and just took that. What a fucking loser. Look at her skulking off to the toilet. Going off to cry in the bathroom. But um, what is it she slipped into her drink? Um, she was practicing with uh, with Stone Free, her stand. Yeah. Uh, she saying, okay, it can stretch this thong on a thread, but it obviously doesn't get as strong. But you bunch up, it gets pretty strong and punch dudes. Can't, like, you know, fucking lift a car or nothing. But it can, like, bend, like, a, a metal coin and crush yes. it into dust. Which is what she deposited into her wand's drink so that... Oh, she's chilling out reading some of the classics. She gets some tummy rumblings. Like, oh crap! I, uh, I'll be back in in a minute. And just goes hammering then on 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 the lady's toilet door. I was like, uh, can I get in, please? It's like, sorry, occupado. And she's got a 
book won't. Oh yes, that could be the better book. Like I, I forget what book she's reading. She's like, oh, okay, this is just going to take me a while. Yeah, mm. come on, and I'll give you anything. I'll pay you back your dollar. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you ten dollars, and it's like, all right, ten dollars, please. And then like just waving that in front of the other prisoner is like, that's how I do business. And uh, does she says, well, I'm going to be breaking out soon, so I might as well improve the place. It's like, hey, I'm going to give someone else the shit, so you get into the toilets next and extort them for money. Mm. Um, so you're not stuck to the the small prisoner who was being bullied earlier. Gotta use this to survive. Hmm. But as she tries to leave the library um, and calls the guard to let her out, uh, she sees a baseball child <laughs> in the corridor. Like, whoa, again. <laughs> what's, what's going on? What, my kid, what are you doing here? Everyone's saying, there's going to be a visitor. Whatever you do, whatever, whatever compels you to be there, wherever it is, don't go there. What the hell? First of all, kid, where did, wait, where did you go? He's, he's gone. It's like, guard, guard, there's a small child in the corridor. Get off those bars. He busts her hand and then hits hmm. her again when she's on the ground. And that's the same guard that later escorts her to the visitor center the next day. Mm. Um, and then while he's like waiting, prep, prep in the room, uh, the child's again in the bin and says, Hey, I told the tall warned you don't go in there, kids. Stop doing that. It's freaky. What, what, what are you? Take this, it'll save your life. Is that a pelvic bone? Yes, because she's <laughs> like, I'm going to need to see my mum, whatever you say. Oh, well, can't change your mind. Here you go, have this. <laughs> yeah, you say. It's... <laughs> it's like a fun cat giving you a present. Here, I got this for you. Uh, it's not Mammy, though. It's Daddy. And she not the best of terms, the... you know. She immediately beats on that guard because, well, she she owes the guard one, but um, also just like, well, I'm going to get fucking like put into solitary for this just so I don't have to fucking talk to you, Dad. Ah, crap, I knocked the guard out. I guess I'm stuck talking to you. Didn't get no time to talk about stands. And by your reaction, I can tell you know what stands are. You acquired that strange ability recently. Mm-hmm. So fuck that, what's this all about? Long story short, I'm not going to go into it. Like, when I was a teenager, I killed a vampire, and I was done for good. But his boys are still hanging around, and they're in this prison. And uh, they're looking for you- revenge against me, which means they've come to you. Like, everyone everyone who set you up was working for this guy in some regard. Yeah. Mm. So i got to get you out of here. And he says, nah, Dad, I'm not going because you told me to. This-, <laughs> this is happening right here. We did see uh, we did see this guy earlier in the episode. He um, apparently he's a super military sniper, but he's got cataracts. But also he has a stand power. And John he's got a. And we see his butt before we see his his eyes. So you know, <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, he's like oh, obviously he's in like a different wing. Obviously he's in the men's wing, but he seems like oh, yeah. he's a real hard nurse. He's fucking you know, fun rep bad. No, he's fun. He's blind, but you know he's dangerous. And like, no, he's, he's obviously in tight with the guards. They let him do whatever he wants, even if involves no taking up a cut to kill someone inside the prison. Mm. As I said, about if I do, you put your, your trousers on backwards there. So super <laughs> serious guy, but then puts him out in a stupid fucking <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah exit. Then it's like ah, he, he is so. fallible. That's good. Mm. However, the problem that Jolene and her dad have is that um, he somehow smuggled a sniper rifle into the uh, prison. More like he fucking smuggled a stand in there with these enemy stand yeah. because someone's like leaving out little floaty jellyfish-looking things out in the corridors. It's like, all right, that's weird. Bullet just came out of nowhere. This fucking how do I you like, do I that? I like the way the they don't explain. Here. Like they don't need to explain the the bit with Jolene stand like automatically saving her. Basically, like knits itself into like a hand flak jacket just to mm-hmm. take the bullet. But she's still obviously you know 
still hurts her pretty bad. But she doesn't get shot, which is more important. Um, so he's like, okay, stand back. Like, put your back against the wall. We need to figure out what this fucking thing does. And don't fucking move or say nothing. So she basically I moves. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's very rebellious. She's like, you don't tell me what to do, Dad. You weren't there when I got arrested the first time. Etc. Etc. Yeah. Mm. But uh, also the guards walking up. So that's doubly bad for them. Yeah. They're like, shut up, dude. Get the fuck down. Come on, Dad. Help me knock out this guard. Yeah, because she, she sends the strand out and they figure out that it reacts to air currents rather than mm. uh, actually seeing anything. Because she tries to grab it with the string and it moves away, but it's not reacting to the string. It's more reacting to the air currents around the yes. string. Yes, yeah. it reacts to the, uh, the air that the string has pushed. So it moves yes. away from them. When she does mm-hmm. it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the guard gets up, threatening to beat her up, and uh, instead, well, Jotaro sort of tries to block the bullet, but takes the bullet, and it still takes out the guard. Yeah, passes through his shoulder into the guard's head. So yeah, I did also like that Jotaro's plan was like, okay, we're just breaking straight out of this prison right now. Uh, <laughs> you got powers, right? Let's do it. Let's go. I've got a ghost. We can just knock down this wall and get out of here. I can also stop time. Uh, <laughs> hmm, because he did stop time to see, oh shit, I should try and stop that bullet that hit Jolene from getting too far into her. It's like, oh, she's already stopped it. Okay. Hey, a chip up the old black. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it ends with uh, Jotaro going down with uh, a bullet that's gone through his shoulder. Papa! Mm. Maybe she does care after all, at least, at least up to and including when he gets nailed in the shoulder. Hmm. Uh, uh, I like the the prison research stuff and how having a stand might help with that. Um, and also just the weirdness is like, oh fuck, there's a jellyfish in the corridor. Watch out for snipers. It's like this is a very it, it's it's a very odd situation as as usual with JoJo because yeah. mm. when it, even Jotaro going like the fight's already begun, it's like what the fuck is this? Like to mm. Jolene, our our newbie point of view character, this is complete madness basically. Yeah. It, we're in that like I call it like the fog of war stage of the of the Georgia <laughs> fight versus like, you're just trying to feel it out and you're trying to yeah, put the clues yeah. together and get out there. Um, like even things like but how could this happen? It was reminding me again of the last blind stand news we had. It was like um, fucking uh, in duel and he had like the water stand and then they find like the corpse. He drowned in the middle of the desert. But how? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of mystery. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was looking quite nice though. I, I liked uh, the the lighting they had in the library. Um, I know for 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 a prison library, it felt very cozy and inviting. <laughs> they've they've got a decent selection there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah that's pretty good. I mean, maybe they go easy on, on women's prison. I mean, they are from what we know from the rules that there. You know, as long as you don't start no shit, you're kind of free to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But then you know the confines of these four walls, of course. But you know, yeah, well. yeah. Except if you've got enough money, then you can bribe people to do things yeah. from outside those four walls, by the sounds of things. Um, the idea of it is it's a very like open prison system. They're keen on you getting back into education so you don't go back into a life of crime when you leave. That kind of thing is like, that's great. But it's incredibly corrupt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but like smuggling in like the pass for a rifle in a series of hams and cakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the other important thing is the baseball kid point he says that the thing in, there's a thing in the prison that's worse than death. Hmm. Uh, someone's uh, up to no good. Um, mm-hmm. So that's his foreboding prophecy that he's uh, giving them. And I have no idea how that jellyfish works. I have no idea what's up with baseball child. It's just like, I, there's so little 
there's so many unknowns. Yeah. Um, well, well, I yeah. do, but I, I won't tell you. Oh no, no, I, I yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate that. I, I enjoy how little I know about this, Eric. It's it's quite fun. Would you find we know if it involves stands? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Then we've got The Vampire Dies in No Time, Episode 11, Shin-Yoko Battle Royal, John meets Dralk and Waiting for Love. Mm. Uh, first part is, it's the pervert vampire has teamed up with the other pervert vampire. I was going to say which one's the pervert vampire for a second, but yeah, okay, fair enough. The yeah. pervert League of Evil. The uh, the guy who forces you to reveal your sexual fetishes has teamed up with the uh, rock paper scissors. The guy who wants you to take your clothes off. Yes. With paper so rock. he can trap. They can trap the hunters inside this field and force them to reveal their fetishes. Also, yeah, so our, the paper rock puts up a barrier, but it's a barrier based on strength, speed. None of this matters. Only voicing your dirty thoughts gives you power in this world. <laughs> Yeah, here your kinks are your strength. Uh, also, the horny lady vampire is there as well, whose name I forget. Um, the one with the three oh, lips. The, the tower one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they try to bring in the horny male vampire to battle her, but he he betrays them. Uh, <laughs> here I can be like unto a god. If if I keep fighting in here, that means like sexy lady hunters will come at me and then need to say horny things at me, and <laughs> I'm down for that because I'm a freak. I'm but a super yes. freak. Essentially, okay. the joke is though that Ronaldo is ashamed of how basic his sexual fetishes are. It's just like big, big tits, just big tits. Like like shots gonna gal go, come in. It's just like ah, shot is you may know better as that that dude like some some heavy lays and he just like comes in there. I love it when you just like you know one uh, did stretch up for a yawn. You see just a bit of hair under the wrapper. Yeah, like Ronaldo, you gotta have one sell it. Like do something like you might be like you know, it's like a, a milf you might be squashed under her big tit or something like that. Anything, dude. It's like yeah, I totally want to do that. Totally, it's like nah, your resolve is not there. You'll never survive in this world. Hmm. <laughs> you gotta own your fetishes, dude. But uh, fortunately, Dralk's dad has shown up to prevent Dralk from um, uh, from getting involved in any of this. Being corrupted by yes, yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, we we've we've he's carefully avoided it in both the appearances of this guy so far. But, uh, mm. uh, he he knows the guy who's the horny fetish, the horny fetish vampire. That doesn't even narrow it down. The guy who makes you, the guy who makes you reveal your sexual preferences and shit. Um, and he, he knows him. He's like, I know this son of a bitch. It's like, and how they how you beat these guys is, um, your sexual fetishes aren't something to be like just spoken aloud. A conversation, share them with each other, and they become stronger. <laughs> so, combined can defeat this evil. Yeah, Drogstad and Ronaldo talk about big titties. Um, they have a nice conversation about it, and they're yeah, like you say, combined, they yeah, can yeah. defeat the barrier. It's totally okay. There are websites yeah. all about this. You know, you're not alone. <laughs> and it is clear that like the dads are like very romantic, and when we see how much he thinks of his wife in the later part of the episode. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like his thing, it's like there's nothing like the smell of the person you love. And I was like, well, that's hardly a fetish. That that seems nice. Yeah. 
but obviously it gets yeah, and big tits. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's like the it's the same answer that Genji got in Chainsaw Man after he finally got a cop of feel, but it wasn't what he hoped for. But then a lot of people got to send the straight one. No, you gotta like fucking know the little details, like the curve of the of the ear, like no, the the, <laughs> the scent of the hair. Once you have all that in, then it just heightens the experience. Yeah, yeah, oh, um, but unfortunately, Dral the whole, heard the whole conversation. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> like he's, he's again, he's mostly having a great fucking time being in the background, just laughing at all these motherfuckers, as he does in most of these yes. crises they come across. Well, yeah. it was, it was, but yeah, because the, the punchline is though that they they get rid of the the uh, rock paper scissors guy, mm. and then the dad's like, oh, "I'm not going to beat this guy up. He's really weak." He's any strong. He's really weak. It, yeah, it's not good to pick on the weak, you know. And it's, and um, it's because then that he realizes that his son has overheard everything he was saying. Then he punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, as their stupid horny jokes go, I was fine with this one because I like the idea of horniness as power in this new world order. Um, it's it's a stupid, fun anime anime idea I haven't seen yet. Although maybe something's done, and I don't know. Uh, hmm. It seems like it would have been, but you know, yeah. yeah, there's probably something out there, so at least adjacent to it, anyway. Right. I, th- I think maybe Speed Grapher is probably closest you're going to get. <laughs> Off the top of my head, anyway. Uh, then the next part is Ronaldo is claiming that like he's a better friend to John than Drelk is, but then Drelk explains how they met. But we went out and we got donuts. Like we're 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 fucking tight, man. <laughs> that was our thing. Uh, didn't you see the end credit sequence for this very TV show, Ronaldo? He did this whole like you know incredible journey where he went to so many different castles, but Prince wasn't there. He had to go to the next one. Would you like to see that extended to two parts of this three part of the show? Yeah, actually, I would. I would like that. I would. I, I like the fact that the chupacabra is very quickly explained. And you yes. Keep showing up. Yeah. So well, granddad did... fine, but chupacabras are odd. I was right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, they left them all behind. Granddad decided that they're all the family's going to move to South America uh, at one point in the past, mm. and uh, so they did. And he went out hunting wild animals, uh, and brought back for his son a chupacabra, and for Drauk a injured armadillo for Drauk to heal up and uh, bring it back to health. And this is mm. John, and they become great friends. They share a love of sweets. Well, he's not initially called John. Everyone has their own name for John. Yes. <laughs> which is a good joke. And John is short for this very long name that everybody has given it. Yeah, yeah. Pick and pick randomly the letters, like four letters from all the different names you've given him. It's like, oh, that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just, uh, my favorite bit is, though, is when initially the dad is horrified by the chupacabra, but then we see John being given to Drauk, and then in the background, the chupacabra and the dad are getting long great. They put their arms around <laughs> each other's shoulders. It's it's a good background. There's, there's good background jokes in this. Um, it, actually, in the first part, I did like that um, it keeps happening where Drauk's dad keeps calling Ronaldo um, Paul. <laughs> freaking Paul. Paul. He, he can't, it's like, uh, that's how you introduced me, so I can't get it out of my head. That, that's a very old person <laughs> problem, and I love it. That's uh, <laughs> when they go back later, because, oh, we kind of, kind of visit John's family again. Because why he's been, like, uh, indoctrinated as, as familiar of, of Drag the Vampire Lord, he's still got to go home and visit the folks, like, and they get a lovely photo where, like, oh, the Chupacabra's moved in, and they just started a family of their own. It's lovely. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved in with the uh, Armadillo clan, I guess. But um, yeah, then initially it's just like, oh, I'm going to make John my familiar. Uh, but the he, John spies some armadillos getting attacked by a mosquito vampire. I guess a mosquito would be a vampire. Um, yeah, and it's the, one of the uh, the lesser vampires we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tries to defend him, but uh, Drell kind of takes it. He puts his body in the line of fire, which mostly becomes dust. But, you know, he's still trying to help. And um, John reuniting with his clan, not his parents, but his, his, a bunch of other armadillos. He's kind of like, man, I should leave him with him. He shouldn't be my familiar. He should be with his own people. You know, that's kind of that, that was selfish of me to to want John all to myself. But, but no, you didn't John. ask how John felt. No, John. No, grand granddad is to say, you got to see the world, boy. You got to get out there. It's a big opportunity. Or as much as, as you can infer from what this armadillo was like going, no, 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 well, oh, yeah, that looks like Europe. Yeah, we we were from Europe. We're Spaniards. They've been so. to many a port. They picked up many like a uh, local dialect in their time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the last third is essentially the end credits uh, in greater detail. Hmm. And, but, and that's that, that, how we got that detail, including that uh, the dad has a picture of uh, the mum inside the lid of his coffee that he kisses every night. Which initially makes it sound like, oh, she died. It's like, no, she's just away at work. <laughs> yeah, which is obviously... Mr. Man. Of uh, course, that means that's a character who could be introduced down the line um, yes. for more fighting yeah, yeah. games. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there's ostriches in Transylvania. The old le- old man-legged, toothed ostriches are in Transylvania they're, as well. I feel like they're an infestation, these weird fucking creatures. They're not vampires for some reason. We got vampires and these fucking things. <laughs> And honestly, I could just put up with the vampires. I'd be fine with that. Invasive species. They, they migrate yeah. like, like Canada geese and get everywhere. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, once reunited with John, Drauk gives him some blood in a goblet so he can become familiar and live forever. Uh, yeah, it's my adorable undead servant. Like, I presume that's the case, because Drauk's granddad is, like, he ha- he doesn't have the grey hair in his moustache or in his hair. Um, so, this, and the, the ship that John went across the sea, well, it was an old, like, uh, mast and sail kind of job. So, it's just like, so, so John's really fucking old then, right? Yes. Uh, and yeah. the armadillos that visited him at the family reunion, like, the descendants of the armadillos he hung out with? <laughs> I don't know. A uh, lot of questions, but Ronaldo's moved to tears, obviously. Um, by the by, the beautiful tale of Frank. God, not the not the punk ass. <laughs> but also, if you love him so much, why are you using him as a bowling ball? <laughs> you understand, man. We're good friends. Uh, I also like the visual gag of when he's giving him the blood of there just being. He cuts his finger and then it cuts back to just his two arms sitting in a huge pile of dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was enough to kill him. Yeah, of course. And John does you know he. Knocks that back and naturally he's like, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't my normal diet. I'm an armadillo. Uh, I think armadillos are omnivores, aren't they? I uh, think so. How many, how many vampires have they eaten in your time? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Maybe more than you would think. I don't know. Pretty tough. Maybe. Uh, and this is coming. We've got one more episode, but they've announced that uh, it's coming back in the new what? year. Next year. 
Yes. So, oh, I had no idea. That accidental what's, announcement is now an official announcement. That it's coming back. Watching all as it annoys me, um, often with its fucking horniness. It is like one of the funniest things coming out week to week. So, yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. Yeah, because uh, it, it moves around a little, little segments, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I think if one of those horniness segments was made the whole episode, it'd be too much. Yeah. Fast forward button is right there. <laughs> yes. sure. And I, I think the three segment thing works better than a two segment thing. It definitely yeah, works for this. Yeah. I guess probably the length of the strips in the comic is probably what made them go for yeah. the, that. And uh, even when they do like a two part of the three segment thing, like this one, they generally like there's a delineated end to the first part that can lead into the second part. Um, it works quite well. Yeah. Then we got Ranking of Kings, episode 10, The Prince's Sword, <laughs> in which Boji becomes the Fist of the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's signing something. You are already dead. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's exploding heads in this, because he's a good boy. You wouldn't do that to you. Yes, that's he, could, he prob- fucking could, though. He, he could. They make, they make it clear. <laughs> but yes. So essentially, his sword is a rapier hidden inside a much bigger uh, scarab as to form a surprise. Um, and they go out to celebrate. And they're interrupted by the three brothers who beat up uh, Desper in the previous episode. I th- they're they're named mm. after the oldest brother, but e- even though they all like I'm thing brother, the oldest brother, and I was like I've forgotten all their names immediately. Even though I quite like them as characters, they're fun. Uh, and then we get the great bit of death when they're insulting them because you can insult my apprentice, but you can't insult me. <laughs> yeah, they called him like a camel face, and that was fucking yes. too far. How dare you? I have the beauteous looks of Carrie Elvis. <laughs> uh, he's, doing, he's doing this. Then he's like, come on, on pop, on pop you. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, they they have uh, Boji kind of going like, all right, Boji's going to take care of him because he gets knocked into the kitchen uh, by taking a punch, and but he hops back in his feet and is like, oh, he's he's fairly resilient. Um, so he's going to take him on hand to hand. He's coming at you. He's just like, oh, okay, he's, what's he going to do? Is he going to fucking trip him up or something like that? He just goes, eh. <laughs> it's the, the lightest little kind of brushing of the of, of the chin of the jaw. Just goes. Yeah. It's it's very rare you hear something like closer to what a punch sounds like, but it's it's a very light sort of like meat touching other meat, not even slapping off other meat with if, the, the sa- if sound. If you hear this that punch, is more like no, hit that. Yeah, that, it's basically <laughs> it. It's it's good sound design, and I appreciated it. Um, and it was just like they're kind of like, ah, oh, what the fuck was that? That was nothing. It's like, ugh, and then oh, yes. oh, Car- Car- like, oh no, it's not done anything. When Despa's laughing, and he's like, why are you laughing? Uh, just, just you wait. Um, hmm. And yes, a quick tap to each of the chins of the brothers, and they all fall down. Yeah, because he's basically he's used their own force against them and just uh, hit them on the chin, you know, causing them to. Uh, I think it's like a, it's a kind of concussion to knock them out. Like the science is right, even if it is completely yeah. madness. Yeah. If, it, if you get like not across the chin, you know, just like you know, it just goes like. You might see it in a cartoon, but it's basically got what's in the skull. It's like, that kind of reverberates to your whole skull. It's, it's the easiest way to create that is to smack someone on the side of the jaw. It's sort of yeah, like, get yeah. at least very dizzy for a, free, for a few moments. Hmm. You can put someone down fairly quick with it. And uh, Boji is a master of this art. But then the oldest brother pulls his axe. 
Oh, now it's serious. So Boji gets to have a sword. He's just like full on D'Artagnan pose on guard. But yeah, you can just you can just fucking get you. You can just hit you with like the poke and just incapacitate you immediately. Or I don't know, make you walk back up a cliff until you fall to your deaths. You know, we we will see the range of this. I'm sure later. Yeah, um, I, I loved uh, Desper's demonstration of how he just knocked out that guy with the rapier despite the fact that no damage him to it. Let me just stab myself in the finger. Ah, fuck, Jesus. Ah, like just kind of shaking loose a needle. And it's like, what if I stab it through my hand? Ah, I'm only joking. That doesn't hurt at all because I didn't hit any of the nerves. I didn't even hit any of the veins. I can just pull it out and it'll be fine. That's what Boji did. But with the, I think it's the blood going to his brain just to cut off the yeah. oxygen for a second. And Kage's worried this is too great a power, uh, but he's like, Des was like, don't worry, I've taught him. The first thing we did was make sure he knows the three rules of swordsmanship, uh, which... Which he recites. Boji recites. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I like, I like, no subtitles. Kage does not tell us what they are. And everyone else in the in the restaurant is like, the fuck did that guy just say? Uh, they all seem really pleased with it and but I Des- like okay you guys you go ahead ahead of me I've got something else I need to do and then he meets up with those three brothers I, 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 oh, I was I was kind of was all worried for a minute though yeah he just put on, put on a scam he hired these three dudes to put on this whole scene uh, yes but like seriously he hired them. yes <laughs> well, to, to test him yeah um because they were like yeah um, I honestly thought he wasn't much and then like as soon as he pulled out that sword I was like oh fuck he's he's the real deal because they all appear to be like the the guard for the brothers because when the other head guard shows up it's like you guys are going back to training you get your ass kicked yes. by a kid. oh man <laughs> uh, I mean I, I was just concerned is, is, this, is it going to be like a, a scam because the the science sounded like convincing enough it was something like grappler back you just uh, this is why this is actually the strongest martial art yep. uh, it's like okay that's convincing but it's like oh is he pulling one over on him um, but no it seems to be that he did split that rock on his own somehow we don't know yet hmm that's that's the other ability that he has taught him that we haven't gotten into yet, which I assume is like the um, finding the weak spot in everything or whatever the hell. Yeah. What's a, what, what's a pressure point on, the, on this boulder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw the cracked the cracked boulder, I was like, oh, this is going to be like um, Karnak from the Inhumans. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of uh, spotting the weak points. Um, we can't give Boji any strength, but we can give him skill. Skill out the wazoo. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's been training for years. He's got, he's got the skills because that tree has snake trained him out of dodge rocks real good. <laughs> I did like the back of, like, it's like That's not a natural talent. He had to work on that with a giant snake and other snakes. Yes. Mm. Uh, talking of the giant snake, we check in on Bebin, who is recuperating as uh, the snake reports back on what happened in the previous two episodes. Um mm. And Bebin stayed in his thing. I was just like, yeah, I still think the other prince is a better suited to be king. But, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to kill Boji because the snake's like, yeah, Boji could probably save his fucking life, though. So we, we should keep Boji yeah. around. Yeah. I'm going to help Boji in this way for these reasons, which I cannot tell you just yet. Mm. And oh. I'll need help. But you stakes, I love you too much for you to come and help me. <laughs> oh. You're all my precious babies. I'm the snake master, which means I won't put any of your you beautiful snakes in danger. <laughs> which is pretty cool. While he's at uh, recuperating, he's just got some drinking food and stuff, which I assume has been brought by snakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They know where to go. Mm-hmm. 
And then we leave with uh, Boji wondering whether Hilling can be trusted and then gets angry at himself for even thinking that. Because mm. Kage points out you need to have the courage to have faith in other people. Oh, as, uh... that's not quite where we leave it because we also then check in on a character we've never seen before, trapped in a tower, <laughs> eating a rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <Some> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, I wonder if this is going to be like Bebin going around the country collecting a whole bunch of weirdos to help him uh, overthrow Boss. Mm-hmm. Well, when they're running out of his fucking Dorshan Hilling, they're, 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 they're skipped town. Yes. Um, fucking Domus and uh, the fucking the Squire or whatever he is, they're, they're going down to investigate that underworld gate. They want to shut the gate. Which, yeah, he's, he's guarding the gate. Um... Oh, and, uh, and Boss is just sitting on the throne. He hasn't acted at all, so he's just waiting to see what the fuck happens. Hit <sighs> this crown heavy upon his troubled brow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after this episode, I'm like, I, I love this episode, but I'm still even more annoyed that they didn't reveal the stealing the weak, that stealing the strength earlier because it's like <laughs> it would have changed a lot of context. Yeah, yeah, you do the reveal, and it's like okay, uh, okay, we're not going back to Boji for two episodes. When we finally go back to Boji, it's like, well, now he's got a superpower. Great. Okay, so <laughs> that reveal yeah. really does not really have any impact at all. Well, it doesn't have any. Um, it doesn't have any time to have an impact. No, no. Because you're like, okay, because if you knew that beforehand, you'd be looking at it the whole time, going like, okay, so he cannot possibly gain any strength. He's as weak as he's ever going to be, and he's never going to get any stronger. You're just there like, well, he's fucked then, isn't he? And no, that's just one stat. Why have you found this max out your speed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Max out your decks and just do a dex build, and then you're good. Yeah. Or if you but buy... the idea that you would have been looking at Boji, and it's like, this is like, I, I can't see how he's going to get out of this situation. And it's just like, yeah. But like, basically went, he will never have strength. No worry, he's a superpower. Like, yeah. soon after, yeah. It's just, just like how, when, I guess, boss... Was just so as a king, he was just so fucking influential. He was so like that. One thing, ah, yes, to be like a king like him, to be a great king like he is, you gotta be super, 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 super strong. That's the only way you're gonna ever get the king. You know, the, the tests that the, the tests that the ranking uh, dude sent with a summon that the fucking golem you gotta fight. That seems to be like yeah, a favor of strength, right? So, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he was saying like that's if, the only way to if, do it. If a kingdom was ranked only on strength alone, boss would be like number one, like yeah, easy. So it's gotta but, be a one size fits all approach. That's the yeah. only way. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's, yeah, Desha's the one closest to uh, the top now, isn't he? So he's he's the one heading towards being able to go to that treasure room and go insane. Yeah, uh, good for you, buddy. Um, yeah, and I, I like the idea that it's it's representing these ideas that there's more than one way to lead. There's more than one way of strength. You could, for example, uh, off the top of my head, Quit being a sourlinger man and make an incredibly popular manga yes. um, that's been adapted for a really good-looking cartoon. Um, it, it, that's a kind of success as well, Mom and Dad. Um, just, yeah. just saying. I assume we're going to get some more stuff with Desha at some point as well, because um, uh, I, I assume he's going to be a big part of. I assume somehow because they're connected to the underworld, the other people are going to the yeah. underworld. Everyone's going to the underworld. Um, yeah, and obviously Desha's men seem pretty sound. 
and I, I guess beyond the idea Desha's... that he's as well aren't just humans; they're also yeah. demons and monsters from the underworld who police themselves. Um, that's that's a little more interesting than it's like, oh, they strike down demons, and it's like, well, basically that guy's jumped the border; he could be a criminal in the underworld. Yeah, and and well, uh, probably could be a pretty big story. These guys from from Topside keep coming down and fucking poaching. I mean, this is a protected yeah. reserve. No, they just think it's some kind of fucking monster factory. We just turned out chimeras and shit. No, it's a fucking ecosystem down here again. The hellhounds had a mates and cubs and they were yeah. brutalized yes. <laughs> and a magimir has a back door into to train them to be murderers it's like no just leave them in their natural habitat guy come on mm. then we got sakugan episode 11 sound of dream in which we get to hang out in new york city yeah uh, it's what do we call it dream town or something it's uh, the princess's day out yeah, yeah. And it makes me question more things about this world. It's like, she has also drawn pictures of the things that she's wanted to see all this time. And I'm like, is this like a princess thing? Is our main character a princess? Well, yeah, by the end, that might be an option. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of thinking, of course, after... So, what's it? The fucking... The cult, the fucking the terrorists are after... We gotta get out, up, I'll get out, out all those rainbow babies, all those rainbow children. Mm. And we know that somewhere deep down or deep above or deep somewhere else, there's a computer that's fucking like configuring and managing the the, the, the fucking the magifone, the way this whole case system operates. Yeah, yeah. And the children then is just like, oh, I could never be an idol. I'm gonna be just like my father and be uh, a worker, like, like, like my granddad and his father before him. So it seems to be like there's a system in place that you should gotta stay in your function, in your role. Yeah, if you're born form. into entertainer, you're an entertainer. If you're born, if your father's a steel worker, you're a steel worker. It's just like you're not supposed to move outside of your role. So yeah. this, I guess the suggestion is with um, our main little girl is that it's not that she's decided something else for herself. It's like, yeah, she's probably not a um, explorer as she thinks she is. She's is destined for a different thing. It's, I, it's a weird one, yeah. I imagine it's to do with we have these here is like underground New York or the last like our representation of it anyway. If we get here is like like underground Italy and so forth. We're trying to preserve these things, so we don't want yes. any, any instability. Everything's got to work as prescribed, you know, as expected. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, we'll drop a we'll treat a monster and drop it in on you to reset the whole to thing to clean it up. Yeah, to yeah. stop you to, to discourage you from wanting to fucking get outside of this and see what else is going on. Mm. Mm. So with this, uh, with this, with this, like with this princess, this idol, this like lovely, beautiful singer, everyone adores. She wants to like you know, I want to do something that's not that, but at least for a day anyway, and and go and do other things. Uh, that's her yeah. again, stepping outside of the system and. The system will uh, will respond to that and try to put you back in your place. Or do you want to or not? Well, um, yeah, it starts with our with our guy um, from the last episode who has recovered from his injuries. He's fine. Uh, has taken him out for a night in the opera as as a treat. But um, Gagamber wants to go to a titty bar. <laughs> in New York, his daughter stops him. But in the meantime, he, that princess lands on top of him and they run off with the princess because she wants to go for a day out without being a, a diva, without being a celebrity. Um, but they probably get branded as terrorists who have kidnapped the princess. So they're constantly chased out of every 
nice normal thing that they want to do like she wants to like very basic things she wants to go get a hot dog she wants to have a few beers that kind of thing she wants to go down a slide is one of the things it's just like yeah but she doesn't get to do those things they seem very basic but it's just like yeah but look i've, I've drawn all these drawings of me doing basic ass things I, I like to imagine me being something normal basically uh for, for being a celebrity she had a very deprived childhood mm-hmm she was raised by singers to be a singer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose like, I would say my memory was used something of herself in there. And they seem yeah. to be also like a whole thing that's just like uh, they also want the boat to get to this, get to a place outside of here. It's like, huh, I've had dreams like that too. I wonder if there's something in there. Is there some kind of like is it, programming is it a genetic, or something? Is it yeah. programming? Is it, is, it, is it some kind of genetic memory? Are we, are we supposed to be drawn there? Um, are we meant to remember any of this or dream about it? Probably not. And that's yeah. where the anomalies in the in the system. Or are the princesses supposed to push you to like do something other than your assigned role? That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so, but everyone has accepted their place except Member Pooh, who will not accept it. Um, mm. Which I, th- I think that's the thing which makes her quite good is she's quite well convincingly written as a child who doesn't understand how the world works and is frustrated by it. Yeah, like one of her lines towards the princess and towards the other kids, um, how can you not live for yourself? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's also pretty selfless. sounds incredibly yeah. selfless, yeah. selfish, but yeah. you get where she's coming from. It's just like, yeah, you can't like put your life in the line uh, in someone else's hands entirely. Yeah, um, but she, but yeah. then the print the the, uh, the Cena isn't it the name of the uh, yes. the diva? Yeah. Um, and she makes the point. Yeah, I I might like painting, but that's not the thing I'm necessarily good at, and or it's not a dream I could follow. Yeah, that's but, not the thing people uh, I inspire people with. That's not the thing yeah. I can bring to the world. Yeah, yeah. I was getting sort of vibes of this as uh, a book where sort of going call it dispossessed, and it's um. Between two planets, one like super capitalist planet, and then mm. other planets are, are just like at the orbit of which is like where a lot of people left, and it's basically like a leftist, socialist, anarchist utopia. Right. So like everyone looks out for each other. We it's a hard it's a hard planet to live on. We can't get by each other. So everyone was you know, we help out with the farm and help out with the building and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, you get, and, it's, and it's always something for you to do to help out. But things like that, you know, what about if you wanted to be a musician? Before and saying, "Well, what use is that? We need some, we need plumbers, we need engineers," mm-hmm. and then they get like left up on as, "Oh, you're just there's something obviously something up with you. You know, you're not fucking, you're not going to going to fit in the rest of the world. So we're going to like kind of shun you and cast you to one side." So it goes, you need like a little bit of something, uh, a little bit of everything in the mix, like you know, you know, yeah, yeah, the opportunities to express your own self, you know, and actually like. It isn't about surviving it's also about you know fun living and yeah isn't yeah but existing but yeah. the the selfishness thing is definitely there because she's wondering why she other people can do things to help each other and she can't um, mm. uh, and thinks back on various scenes from the series with the characters she's traveling with because um, mm. essentially yeah she's she she has forced the other people to do the things she wants uh, yeah, they're kind of like following the entire eleven way, episodes. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then don't stop it after the credits run because there's a scene after the credits. Uh, it's kind of important, guys. Uh, uh, so, yeah, when the terrorists show up, kidnap Mama Pooh and say 
something about her real father. Mm. When when the guy and everyone oh, else is like, oh, the terrorists are attacking. He's like, yeah, they said they were going to attack during the concert. It's just the concert was delayed all fucking day. Um, like, why is everyone surprised about it? It's just like Lupin. They always, always makes good in their calling card. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty clear. Like, uh, I said, anybody I want to watch in this one said, yeah, Gagumbo is, is her is her dad. But it's not a biological father. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No he, he's the guy no. who's like, and that's that's one of the things that even the princess points out. The reason you can do the things you want to do and I can't is because you have someone else um, who le- not lets you do that, who supports you in doing that. And that's Gagumber, who's just like, doesn't yeah, always I'm, get it, doesn't always like it, but I will, doesn't listen, always do I will it listen right, to no. you and I support you. All right. Yeah, he's trying at the very least. Um, whereas, yeah, she's kind of held down by society uh, as a princess. So doesn't doesn't work for her. Yeah, I think my favourite bit of the episode is the hat they wear. She wears as a dis- remember Pooh wears a disguise, and then the shots where, because the hat's got a face on it, there's all these shots where it's just the hat at the bottom of the screen. Because she's so small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like a Gamber has wearing exactly the same fucking high vis vest that he normally wears, but like a lady's hat with a ribbon on it, and he just keeps <laughs> taking it off and spinning it around. It's like you're terrible at disguises, bro. They're, they're revealing the authorities somehow when they go off and they're doing all their fun activities. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's working in this case, at least. It's New yeah, York City yeah, Cops for yeah. you. Then we've got Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die, episode 62 The Cave of Trials, in which we get a traditional dungeon from a role playing game. The, the joke of one character is like, this is my first adventure. I'm really excited. I want to check all the trysts. You guys don't want to look in this pot? There oh, might be gold Don't in. smash all the pots. Most of them are empty. And Flo is like, we're trying to do a speed run here. We've got to get in and out as quickly as possible. Well, like one's, one's being a pro gamer. The other one's being a newbie gamer. It's very funny contrast between... We're halfway there. And we're ridiculously under time. And you always want to smash all the pots. Leona, why don't you find it on the pots in the last 15 floors? Found two cypress sticks and 200 gold. That's right. Nothing. <laughs> We're not grinding for money here. We're just trying to get to the bottom level. That's very mm-hmm. important. We're, there, you can get all these kinds of spells on all these different levels, but we're going to skip those fucking ones because we don't fucking care about that shit. We're trying to avoid random battles. There's no, like, you know, save points in the middle of this. You got to keep on. Yeah, because they got 30 hours, so they're going to go go down for 10 hours as long as they can. It's like, yeah, once we hit the 10-hour mark, we ought to turn around and come back and then yeah, come up with another they, fucking Because they can't use... Uh, uh, EVAC. EVAC, that's it. Because yeah, of the... What do they call it? It's the malice, is it, of the dungeon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, just that, whatever that kind of evil aura that makes good monsters go bad. Because they've all uh, had to wear special outfits to protect themselves from it. They all have to wear, like, ancient Grecian, uh, like, toga kind of dress things. Shows uh, a lot of leg uh, to yes. pass uh, amusement. Yeah, which uh, he was like, I will go on this brave quest to do... That's like, no, it's only, ladies only, bro. Uh, that's much to Merle's disappointment because she was quite excited when Pop was volunteering to go along because uh, she's volunteered to use her divination powers to help them find the, the uh, spell quicker um, well, they got one uh, mage they got one healer obviously um, they got uh, one, one fighter one monk definitely yeah yeah and uh one person with a map and divination so yeah this will help us on the speed run yeah yeah uh, and as they get changed, Pop's waiting outside, but he overhears them talking about um, 
the pendants that Avon's given them, and because Barb's like, well, how am I going to help take down uh, the Dark King? I know heal spells, and it's like, I know you hold the grasp, grasp the thing, think about what you're trying to protect, and it'll glow with the color of your soul. It's your soul which will uh, do the attack. And once we have like five of these jewels, uh, this this oh, is it Malachite or something? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, um, Mister Sight. Mister Sight. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, we get five of them in these in a you know five pointed star basically, and Pass we all activate them. Make Captain Planet. Exactly. Uh, uh, that'll get us the spell and everything. And so well, Pop's yeah. like, oh, I wonder what color mine is, and grasps it and grasps it, and grasps it, and nothing comes out. And he's like, yeah. oh no, I didn't finish my training. But the best part is he's come there to be a creep, and then he's like, "Wow, fucking, oh man, I'm not. I, I guess my soul isn't right." But then he's shaking the fucking uh, jewel, and like, it's like, and yeah, <laughs> I'm going like, "Who's masturbating outside the door?" Um, basically, all but saying that, and it was just like, mm, "Yeah, that's." I know. Bad. I'll check it. I'll check it and die. He's a washout like me. He'll. He, he, his phone shouldn't turn on either. He's. He's, he's training with Nova. He's doing fun sword fighting. His phone saying, "Why do I do this one?" I just you know a lot of things I'm, like, things I'm unsure about, but I know it's like, no, a guy I want to do is save the world, you know, for one typical heroic thing. You can see it glowing under his clothes, for one saying, shit, I'm the only washout. He's Damn. doing it without even trying. Yeah. This is bullshit. Uh, and there's a good stuff with Nova and Di as well about how, like, Di's like, ah, oh. because like, he doesn't know the two. I didn't even know there was two kinds do- of Avon because yes. I can't read. Yeah, that was the thing. Because <laughs> Nova's like, well, you shouldn't blame yourself because. Avon probably didn't realise you were going to get, know how to do the Avon Strush that quickly. Or that you couldn't read. You probably didn't um, intend to explore themselves halfway through your training either. Mm, mm. Uh, so yeah, now that you know there's like a, a long distance one that's like like really quick, and there's a short distance one that has a charge time but is more powerful. Um, this is like, yeah, you, you're good. You're good to go. Better than me, because uh, also... all I can do is this. I can use my aura, and it's powerful, but I can't aim it very well. Hmm. Sets up the so rocks just... to chop and like chops a tree like immediately to its left. It's just like yeah. yeah. So when we go fight the Dark King, stand behind me. Um, yeah. So Pop's having a crisis, and mm. the ladies in the dungeon, uh, they're like uh, they're having the argument about the treasure, and then Merle's like, "I'm getting this feeling," and they're like, out with it, out with it. I think if we stay here too long, something bad's going to happen. Uh, and so they run and then the floor starts collapsing below them and Leona's like next time I'll just tell her straight away <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey, hey guys there's there's imminent disaster okay sorry it's like yeah, no that's uh, what you're here for <laughs> be more confident stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, like for a thing that's like very serious we gotta get to level 25 of the dungeon kind of thing I was just I was enjoying the, the antics of it's like ooh what, what's, it, what's in this thing it's like ooh what's this it's like we it's, do not have time to fight all these slimes. Yeah. It's just like it's this a, is just gonna slow us. It's a parody made up makeup that we haven't really come across. It's just like we, we, we all the female yeah. characters are down. And it's again more for Leona, but you gotta you know what Mam's all about. She just she had a punch talk real good and she's mm-hmm. also got she's also a fucking fist in her stare. Um <laughs> it's like for Leona is just like, Yeah, I'm I'm full of enthusiasm, but I haven't got a lot of fucking uh, <laughs> common sense about some of these things. Mm-hmm. Like no, two times is good. Love to hustle, but you gotta focus. She doesn't have the practical adventure experience yet. So yeah, and also they're in a mad rush. You need we're power leveling you here. Yeah. Uh, everyone else are cleaning their weapons. Apparently, um, mm. I did notice as as various things have happened in 
since the new opening, I was like, okay, I think there's some things in the opening which are telling me things that are going to happen at this point. Now I've seen okay. the various things. Really? Yeah. There's a character in the opening who I hadn't noticed till this week, and that character has been dead quite a time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, if you see him, like, he's in the shadow of the trees in the forest. Yes. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of like that. And then you also, I assume you see like the full... Uh, Beast commandos of cheer are in there as well. Oh yeah, his old his old squad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's, yeah. And there's ones we've not met yet in the actual show there. Uh, but once I was like, oh, there's that bear. If I pause this, I bet I can see everybody else. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, it's interesting. I popped just like a little while ago. He was like the the font of support as well, and saying like, hey, I'm just like the the comic relief dude, but I, I've Learn a lot of things, you know. I, I, I'm not running away from things anymore. I still get scared of shit, but I can still get up in the fight. And now he's the one who's he's a bit of a uh, yeah. Himself. I was wondering if, he's, the, if it's uh... going to be confidence or whether it's something to do with him having died. Oh, because the color of his soul is, might still be closer to heaven. He didn't bring it back with him or something. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. That was the other thing because his death was uh, a little. His returning to life was a little odd, wasn't it? So. Uh... Well, in terms of inspiring mm. others and like uh, ha- having confidence issues himself, that's absolutely the Usopp character, which I now understand yes. is the pop character type <laughs> yes. archetype. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, the, the uh, comparisons uh, are frequent. Oh, there, there's, there's loads of things I want to just like cross reference here because again, from things in the opening, we see this little thing with a called dies fighting Dark King Burn, and then he does like the. I guess the aura blast, but then the ghosts of uh, Baron is behind him. So I thought, when was this? When 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 was that scene? And when was the father son Kamehameha in Dragon yeah, Ball? Yeah, I, I when, think when probably after. Um, I, I would like to check that though. That is fun. Mm. In my mind, I'm thinking this. Uh, it's probably probably very close together. Yes, so it could be. Sure. So like, they're probably drawn from a similar thing, or this this can happened the same idea it was, it was the fun dennis the menace um kind of situation <laughs> all over again maybe yeah 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 then we've got muta king the dancing hero episode 12 the dancing hero in which dancing we... heroes is heroes was it okay uh, uh, well no but, but, it's but there in, were it, two of them there were two of them. Of the episode, <laughs> it was heroes it was yeah. heroes yes uh everybody dance now as we have a dance-off to save the world. Well, mm. Protecki, he served you. You got to serve him back. I can't. I got no tunes. We got to get some tunes from him then. BV's dying. We're going to save her with this mirror ball. Let's uh, pu- push it into the wound. Then it'll stop the bleeding. <laughs> Plug it up. We're never going to explain what the deal is with these kids and why that mirror ball is theirs. And why Vivi wanted them to have the mirror ball and not her. And then once they heal her, Vivi then pulls the mirror ball back out of herself and pitches it into the dark whirlwind that is the fight that's going on between Muta King Black. And... Throwing out her shoulder and uh, injuring her fatally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well done doing that in heels as well. You know, like you get the, the proper spikes when you're doing it in the, on the baseball diamond. But like... Mm. Getting the wind up on that, that's pretty impressive. That's why she's a hero. The escaped prisoners reach the top of the tower, but the door handle falls off, so they have to use the big lad as a battering ram to get through. Like they promised earlier. Yeah. Hey. Mm. 
Uh, but oh, on the other yeah. side, they're surrounded by uh, the ninjas, who then immediately fall through a massive trapdoor caused by the uh, assistant, who turns out to be the mum. All Take along. Out the wig, revealing... A shorter haircut yeah. of the same color. <laughs> what a disguise. You... How do you not know your own mother's face, Neofi? <laughs> He's not a very good paranormal investigator. It's not a good fucking... And listen, those glasses are clearly, clearly like that prescription because they're not working. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Boys have got to cut their tunes. They've got the beats so that they can like do this properly and start serving them. And we get a proper like when we're in, we're in the dance dimension, and we're going to do it properly because now they're they're part of combined. Isn't this Muta King by himself? It's, it's like Muteki and DJ combined, and now it's Mirror Muta King. So he's a mirror ball man, and they do the thing of one guy does a few dance moves, like then nearly points at the other guy. The other guy does some dance moves back, and I was just like, okay, this is this is pretty perfect. And a few times they do like spinning kicks and punches that they dance out of the way of. Mm. And, and it's, it's a disco fighting too. Just dividing two, and they're doing like the fun double up, and then the fun say, "Whoa, we split into the dodge out of the way, back in." <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, uh, and all this like is being, uh, I think, channeled or or was kind of broadcasted all over San Fran- near San Francisco, and the place is getting back to what it looked like in the old days again. It's becoming gay again, and less, um, uh, less cop- corporate, basically. They put the streetcars back in. Oh, that's good. Yes. <laughs> it's no longer gentrified. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. including this has the same effect on the CEO himself. As he finds himself trapped in a... Uh, like a Hall of Mirrors. The Hall of Mirrors at the fun fair. Yeah. Mm. And he realizes that dancing's for everybody. And I like how we get like the random background characters from the early episodes appear to goad him into... Uh, the punk guy, the big fat guy who wants to eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. We see the mouse and uh, funky pizza guy has a funny... Is it funny or funky? I can't... Funny, I pizza, funny, guy. funny pizza, pizza guy. Funny pizza guy have become mm. best friends. Mm. Uh, and the world has been saved and our villain's been saved as well. Mm. That's uh, it, man. Funty, no, I have the right idea of how people should enjoy things. You can try that, man, but people are going to do what they want to do. Hmm. And the idea that like, people all have different ideas is what makes the world beautiful and worth saving. Yeah. If everybody had everybody had the same phone and used the same computer, it would all be great. <laughs> and that's patently false. Yeah. And then after the credits, we get a short scene at the diner in the style of what's the show called? It's a, it's a, they go full hard cocktails. That's it, um, yeah. And the, the, the character designs are like that again. And. Have the mu- the music version of the popular uh, <laughs> popular dance number, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Aida's back serving people ice cream sundaes regardless of what they ordered. That ice cream sundae and a taste of that, I can taste my affection for her. That rainbow shining a little brighter today to dispel all these rain clouds. It's beautiful, uh, really. Uh, about the only thing I didn't like is the like. The heroic sacrifice of Vivi. I was going. That's a bit unnecessary, isn't it? It's like you have to kill off the one like trans or um, cross-dressing character. It's just like, eh. other than that, it's quite good, but uh, yeah, a bit of a misstep. I, I felt. 
Are we sure they didn't come back? I don't know. I was um, going to say, they have died enough times and they're back again in, later on in the episode, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, when she shows up back again to give like the speech to um, to CEO, um, yeah, like, but... she's the one who like fades out of existence again. It's like, goodbye, goodbye. It's like, you can't keep doing this to me, show. Like, stop it. <laughs> Uh, she's probably just moved some roads and taken on a different assumed yes. identity. <laughs> now it's going to be, I don't know, a, a bottle champion or something. I mean, if you're going to make the mouse friends with the pizza guy, you might as well bring back everyone, right? <laughs> now all the ninjas are gay too. <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it won me back. Won me back a little bit with this thing. Fucking, there's they're just, just dancing off. In the oh, the dance off the was world. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's uh, having the audacity. We want to start start as we're gonna finish as we started with a heart cocktail. Um, send up. It's like okay, I can. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't put me back in there. There was a lot of kind of faffing around in there, particularly just the the escape prisoners. Just like I'm just gonna cut to these and just like you know. It's not really that consequential, honestly. I mean, we don't even have do anything, but like, oh, it was the mother was there all along. She's also been there. It's like, just like, yeah, we just didn't really focus on that too much. We, we had to make mention of it. So, yeah, their job was just to get the airwaves back to Neo San Francisco, back the power to the people. But that's about it. Yeah. 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 I just, my, my general feeling is that a bit like how some of the animation didn't look like they had enough time at some points. It also felt like <laughs> mm-hmm. they didn't have enough time to put all the ideas they had for the show yeah. into the show. Because they had those like five distinct designed ninjas who sometimes have different reactions to things, but then it's just like, ah, it's just an army of generic ninjas. Yes. Who fucking cares? These kids, what's their deal? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh... Why did they see some footage of the uh, octopuses from the original series in that one episode? Ignore that. It's Ignore fine. that, yeah. Uh, now that was that was the one that's maybe say a bit more about um, this this that kind of smothering one size fits all uh, corporate aesthetic for everything. It isn't just like for the the phone you get. It's also for the house you buy, the car you drive, the fucking hospital you can afford to go to, or anything like that. It was between this and Garrow vanishing line. It just seems like you know folks who have something to say about this current trend of gentrification, you know, and there is. Uh, was it kill a kill? Oh, I thought it was something. Maybe, maybe it was like Gatchet Man Crowds or something like that. Or I can recall, like, um, there was a similar kind of uh, similar kind of backlash or discomfort with like how the Uniqlo aesthetic seems to be like you know the main thing you get in 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 fashion in Japan nowadays. And it seems like all of like right. the kids are hanging around like, um. Like Shibuya and that Harajuku was like, oh yeah, that's that's that all the kind of wild fashions used to like make up the little um the picture books or the the, the photo books of. Yeah. So there's less and less of that these days because it gets all getting kind of like smoothed down in, in this one yeah. kind of aesthetic. So it was like, you know, that's just one example of it. And mm. yeah, maybe if they had a bit more time or just had a bit more, I don't know, just need to focus a little bit more on one thing or the other. You know, it was. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to go a dog out of that, but just mm-hmm. ran out of time or just whatever reason. <clears> or if you've seen the original series, it's all completely clear to you, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> Could be, uh, yeah. It seems unlikely. But yeah, it, it's general thesis. It does hold up all the way through. It's just all the little, mm-hmm. the little allusions to the previous 
uh, Muta King. That, that don't go anywhere. Yeah. 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 Like um, that, that star badge that his sister had never came into play. No. The, the deputy star. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like half one of those. Like, no, they had, they had an idea for like a couple of like, no, a, a grander ideas, a grander statements anyway, but they couldn't. They had, they had to pick one or the other, but they wouldn't. So they had to just yeah. like go, go through both of them. So the whole mm-hmm. thing with the original series sort of has gets kind of would well, be a hint of a mystery there, but it's more or less just usually like a little thing in the, like for all of you older viewers who or anybody who has seen the old ones like ah oh, right, this is a little thing for you here, a little thing for you, and that's all it kind of works out as then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So any like better idea, any, any like more incisive idea has gotten lost, so. Talking of ideas crammed into too small a space of time, Lupin the Third, Part Six, Episode Ten, <laughs> Darwin's Bird, an episode I think I have watched four times. <laughs> Only time for the one myself. Uh, it's, it's more like a big idea crammed into uh, yeah. a TV episode. Uh, yes, and it's also half of the episode is another lecture from Mamoru Um Sorry, from mm. Michael. Um, <laughs> Sorry, from fucking Rio from Devilman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got that going on as well. And that probably would be the reference that they're making as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sort of. But uh, a anyway. Little, a little. Oh, as, come on. The, the, the definite is a little bit. Mm. He's, wearing, he's wearing a fucking <clears throat> like, white suit. He's got the one like platinum blonde hair. He's devilishly handsome. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, essentially, Fujiko is being asked by this client, Michael, to break into the Natural History Museum, isn't? And yeah. steal the uh, the original fossil of the aircraft, but that's it, the, actual, yes. the actual one. It's, it's because a replica is on display. The actual yeah. uh, the actual fossil is in the vault in the back. That's that, as with most like the fossils in the in the British Museum, the the actual ones aren't on display. They're in in uh, storage for research purposes, and you don't want the wear and tear of just them them being out every day. Basically, yeah. No. Yes. I've seen, well, I've seen what time has done to the taxidermy, the older taxidermy things in there, where it's got like some very um some very grayed out like <clears throat> lions and tigers and ostriches. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Mm. You do need to keep the samples a, a bit in better condition, and it's easy to do with fossils because you can just make a cast of them essentially. And in order to convinced her to do this he's going to explain the history of these fossils to you and this was the point where i realized oh it's not since i've not watched it since it came out the uh the Mm. musashi miyamoto docu anime that oshi wrote in 2009 yeah i was like is that is that the starting point of him doing this sort of thing um because this one more than the last episode and more than all the times Vlad loved in it this this was the first time where I've like gone boy I've not thought about that film in uh, 13 years or 12 years now uh, <laughs> and uh, boy this has suddenly made me think about it uh, like initially I thought I was getting into the um the the bone wars in the 1800s between like Marsh and Cope and the people making fake fossils because fossils are really fucking hot right now and mm-hmm. the rush to find new discoveries that proved um scientific theories because that's the, I, that's the initial way he's selling it to fujiko basically yeah. i thought i thought for sure it was going to like uh, have like uh, a bit about you do who found the iguanodon fossil and put it yeah, together the wrong yeah, way yeah. but um, but no <laughs> this is because this is mamoroshi 
it is uh <laughs> Fujiko has been hired by proxy by God to recover the skeleton of Lucifer. <laughs> I need you to cover up the crime, Fujiko, basically, is how it turns out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, among that is, like, long conversations about um, fossils and um, <laughs> whatnot. Mm. Jigen is smart. It's like, this is way over my head. I'm getting out of here. Jigen <laughs> is a staunch atheist. He's like, well, the motherfucker's not even going to show his face. It's not my fucking style, man. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in one thing. Yeah, I'm like, I do not know. I was like, I cannot get my head into the mindset of somebody who doesn't know the Oshi history uh, of this idea and Oshi's own history with uh, the Catholic Church uh, Hmm. that you would not think it was an angel right from the beginning who was hiring them. Um, Oh, it was just like, again, I think it's like some of the details that they were talking about of... um, constructing fake fossils or uh, piecemeal kind of yes, ones. I think yeah. some of the early Archaeopteryx were <laughs> made out of many different fossils and were actually fakes. Um, there, and, was, there, there was there was this, as I think it's balanced by creationists, that, that God put the fossils there to test our faith. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely feeds into that as well, for sure. Uh, of course, it's not to test his faith. It's, it's a mistake. They should not be there. Please, can you <laughs> steal them back? Uh, uh, and ultimately, Fujiko decides that... Uh, too rich for my blood. Yes. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair choice, honestly. Yeah. yeah. We figured out who you are, and I'm not going to do a job for God. Um, mm. uh, not, not yeah. before like sneaking in and all, but like getting actually just getting to the uh, evidence and uh, like crammed far too tightly into a cat suit doing it. Um, yeah. Mm. There was an interesting bit in the the middle of it there where you have like, oh, we're gonna like uh, do this, we're gonna loop, loop the camera footage uh, yes. so we don't to trick the guards. But then it's just like looping the actual movements as you see it in the scene, like like not watching over a monitor. It's just looping them doing the same activities in yeah. space. It's like, huh, that's an interesting way to look at it. Uh. Hmm. And and that's, I imagine like that's what we're like, you know, I think, oh, got the fun pour over this time. There's just something in there that suggests anything to do with the fantastic nature of this heist we're doing yeah yeah um and it, it contrasts really nicely with um the the interior like the upstairs obviously interior shots of the naturalist museum it's like it's a gorgeous museum i would recommend going if you can um but like it's clearly they've done the research i was like oh yeah i know that this way it's full of hummingbirds that's fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh yeah that, 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 that whale has got up in this area that, that's a cool dinosaur yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've definitely done their background research, uh, which I'm pretty sure must have involved sending somebody around with a camera and actually taking yeah, specific yeah, photos. Because for the street stuff, you can find the spots on Google Street View, but you can't get exactly the same shots. That yeah, it's not, they haven't used the Google Street Cam because it wouldn't be the right angle um, for their shots. Like it is taken from from foot, which is yeah, where our point of view character, uh, where our characters are taken from shots yeah. from point of view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like this episode, as ridiculous as it is, because it's hmm. so Mamoru Oshii. Um... It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty, pretty nice, like, oh, um, as well, the the fossil of Lucifer was fucking, like, gigantic. It's like, you know, it's like they go into the, into the ball and say, okay, it's, it's got a vault room, seems like normal size, the fossil is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Actually, the actress is there. Original is behind here, and the whole wall pulls back, and there's like a fucking aircraft hangar back there <laughs> with this fucking huge thing, uh, which you don't even see the whole all, all over. It's like, no, don't show the whole thing. Actually, that, 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 was, that was a good choice, not show the whole thing. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, while, was... while, Lu- while Lupin is like fucking like uh, spouting scripture as he's clearly been possessed by God, and <laughs> there was such a nice like contrast. Like it, it's it's a very well directed one, like not unexpectedly. Um, where like you have the Lupin earlier in the episode who seems like his regular kind of like joking self is like, hmm, this seems a bit suspect. It's an interesting job though. And then when he meets Fujiko later in the thing, it's like Lupin is not acting right. He's like, got that he, look in his off. eye. Yeah, yeah. And he just gets creepier as it goes on. Um it, like it's quite well done. Yeah. Uh, uh definitely better Angel Skeleton than what Kenji Kamiyama did in that Cyborg Zero Zero Nine film. <laughs> Is that right? I hadn't realized that, oh, that as well. At the end of at, at the end of that, it's a, it's a whole nonsense. The thrust of it was somebody is like um, brainjacking cyborgs or other people and making them do terrorist acts, thinking, "Ah, I see, it's that kind of thing." It turned out it might have been God brainjacking uh, everybody or one compelling them to do these things mm. or some kind of thing, which which we're going to go into more, I think, in other films, which never happened. Uh, but the end credits thing. Is that it's this long zoom up to something you see is in a crater on the moon, and when once you're done watching the credit, you see ah, the skeleton of an angel embedded there in the crater on the moon. What the hell is that all about? We'll never know. Uh, <laughs> or it's just, cool this, this got a, this got done in a tight TV half hour, so does <laughs> 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 like a much better job of like evoking that kind of mysterious atmosphere than that whole entire film did. Although I like the idea of the characters that we know and love being very practical and going like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> if I can't shoot it, I don't trust it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where, if you, once you've stopped with it, where are you taking it to? Uh... Mm. So a literary reference here is, I don't know, take a pick, Paradise Lost, <laughs> Dante's Inferno, uh, mm. the Bible. <laughs> Uh, back to the Sherlock story, which I think is starting to wrap up next week. Yeah, that seems to be the suggestion anyway. Yeah, um, I think they it, said there's like a new opening for the second half of the series, so I assume they may be going somewhere else that isn't London. I don't know. Are they going to, like, they're going to stick with the vaguely UK themed um, thing for the season, is it? Don't know. Don't know. This time he's fighting a modern version of Poirot. Uh... That's cool, yeah. But it, it depends. Depends on many like uh, guest stars they've got in who you know had a, uh, who had a script burning a hole in their pocket for the last uh, couple of decades. <laughs> Probably a few. Yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, so, hmm. in theory, we won't be here next week because it's Christmas, but. I'm already here next week, so I don't know what anyone else is planning. <laughs> All my plans are out the window. If I'm here, something has gone wrong. It feels okay. Like, it feels like it's imminently about to go wrong. But Oh, God, any day now. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Fucking however many fucking nine o'clock news bulletins later on. I was just like well expecting like the typical get your homework in last minute Sunday night announcement sneak out the back door which they've done four or five times in the past uh, yeah, 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 nothing yet though nothing we'll yet see. okay so we'll be back in the new year but maybe next week uh, <laughs> we'll have to see uh, yeah I've decided that uh, it wasn't really worth uh, the increased risk of 
catching COVID, even if I've had my booster. Uh, it's oh, like I know, I know, folks who've caught COVID like like two days before they were about to fucking head back to the the old country. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's killer. Uh, stay safe out there, folks. It's it sucks. For real. Radio. Apart from that, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Hey, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs>